0: is the Sean Thompson Show. You
2: know,
3: before I get to the uh, planned topic, I had to go into the city of Chicago today. And it's heartbreaking for me. I used to love the city of Chicago. I actually drove past the Mercantile Exchange for the first time in years. I had to drop something off. But one thing I noticed is getting down there and, and leaving. The disgrace of graffiti, the trash all over the road, yet I kept seeing these cones that were manipulating traffic into almost a standstill. And I'm talking, I went down there like 10.45 in the morning. It wasn't rush hour. You couldn't move. And to see the people, it used to have such an energy. Maybe it's because maybe when you're younger, you're more full of it and uh, you can't wait to go to the bars and talk to the girls or... I guess the other way around, at least for, that's how it used to be. And just the vibe that the city of Chicago had, it was just wonderful. People were earning, they were out on the streets, they were shopping. Now it looks like some scared little community where the percentage of people walking around has got to be about 5% of what it used to be. And I'm wondering, you know, do these idiots have any idea what they did? Do they have any idea, do they even understand the magnitude of what you did with your fear-mongering, with your tyranny, with your abuse of power, and how many decades it's going to take to get back to anything of what it was just 24 months ago, 18 months ago. It's, it's hard to see as a Chicagoan, as somebody who used to be so proud to be from the city like Chicago, even though it had its problems, was a financial hub. It was a business hub. And now it's just scared and pathetic. But that's what Democrats are. Scared and pathetic. Failures and liars. And no matter what they touch, they destroy it. So I'm listening to newscasters talk about Joe Biden being a failure. What do you, did you just wake up? Were you in a coma? for the bulk of your life, he has been a failure forever. He will be a failure until he's gone. That's who he is. And, by the way, a tax cheat. And that's not news either. And this notion of, oh, he may owe half a million, and his bagman crackhead son may owe half a million, that's if their accountant gets away with scamming us. How do you think this buffoon has bought Three mansions. 1982, he bought the du- DuPont mansion. How does a, a lowlife making 75000 a year, which is what he was making back in the 70s, buy the DuPont man- mansion? Anybody got any questions? I mean, I'm so sick and tired of the obvious and absolute and total lies. Can you make it so that when I hit the sound clip, it plays? Thank you, Bunny.
4: Given what we saw at the border this week, have you failed in that promise? And this is happening under your watch. Do you take responsibility for the chaos that's unfolding?
5: Of course
3: I take responsibility. I'm president, but I was... But, 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 whenever, listen, I hear something you're going to learn. I mean, I don't know if it's that you could, where I grew up, lying was not tolerated. In fact, a liar next to a drug addict was the worst thing you could be. Excuses are for losers. That's the fact. Whenever somebody says, I know, but, the next thing to follow is a lie, is an excuse. All right, let's start over.
4: Given what we saw at the border this week, have you failed in that promise? And this is happening under your watch. Do you take responsibility for the chaos that's unfolding?
5: Of course I take responsibility. I'm president, but it was horrible what to see, as you saw.
3: Now, divert attention to what you saw. See, now, I, what did we see? We saw a picture, a picture of a Border Patrol agent on horseback chasing down a Haitian who had tried to get around him. And what you saw was him leaning over. Now, they want you to assume he was whipping him. Well, thank God for the guy who took the picture. You wouldn't believe this. But the actual photographer says that interpretation is not what happened. He was grabbing him by the shirt, which you can clearly see at Zero Hedge and other publications. And you can see where the actual photographer says they were not whipping Haitians, but they want to divert from their numerous failures. Numerous failures, including the one where the real insurrection took place in what used to be called Afghanistan and is now called Talabadistan. They want to constantly pivot and focus and make you understand. It isn't your eyes you are to believe. It isn't your logic you must follow. It's their lies, their deception, their witchcraft, and their phony interpretation of everything. It used to be that the old-fashioned Third Reich just liked to rewrite recent history. These rats, they rewrite the present. That is not what happened. And this is not the worst thing I've ever seen. I went through a litany of worst things I've ever seen, all managed by low-life Democrats. Liars, frauds, and self-aggrandizing profiteers who live in mansions and then owe taxes, even under the schemes they create. Huh, Joe? You flaccid fascist.
5: To see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you, those people will pay. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences.
3: Notice who's going to pay. There will be consequences for our border agents, but the millions, millions of lawbreakers who have come to the country because, to a certain extent, in fact, it's not a certain extent, they were lured here by misinformation given by Democrats. That's right. They were actually lured here by Democrats knowing full well once they got here, there were going to be massive, massive benefits. Massive, massive benefits to being here. For instance, just exactly what the socialists want to do. Free everything. $500 a month. Free health care. Free school. Free daycare. Little walking around money. Why not come here? Why not risk your life to come here? This is the problem with what they're doing. It's intentional. And they understand how to play the game, how to pivot So now they're not mad about the millions and millions of people who have come here during their so-called pandemic. They're not mad of, of the devastation to every institution that this government is supposed to have for the citizens. They're not upset with that. They're upset with the Border Patrol agents who would enforce our laws, the laws that this dimwit has been in supporting, writing, and and, and basically frauding the American people for half a century. Joe Biden was a senator. You could go back just 30 years ago when Joe Biden could remember what day it was and if his shoe was wet or his pants were. Back then, he was for a strong border like all the Democrats were. But back then, it was a different play. They were getting paid by different unions. There will be consequences.
5: It's an embarrassment, but it's beyond an embarrassment. It's dangerous. It's wrong. It sends the wrong message around the world. It sends the wrong message at home. It's
3: simply not who we are. Sounds like his presidency to me. He just summed up his own presidency. And what does is, what is the lovely Nooner have to say? The very qualified vice president who wouldn't be anywhere if she wasn't the best lunch date in the office.
4: First of all, I've been very clear about the images that you and I both saw of those law enforcement officials on horses. I, I, I was outraged by it. I, it was horrible. And-
3: now, maybe it's that we have to see the babies being raped. And when I say babies, I mean toddlers, you know, the ones that the Taliban don't marry after they're eight years old. Maybe it's the, the murder and the beheading of any American sympathizer that was in the country called Afghanistan at one time. Or maybe it's the stoning and the mutilation of the women of the Taliban. Maybe it's the fact that you don't have pictures you can lie about or doctor. Maybe that's why you're so offended at a police officer or a border patrol agent enforcing laws in this country.
4: And, um, and, and deeply troubling, there's been now an investigation that is being conducted, which I fully support, and there needs to be consequence and accountability. Uh, the, human beings should not be treated that way, and as we all know, it
3: also evoked... What about that drug addict buffoon on January 6th who was walking around the Capitol with the horns on his head who's been locked up, and the rest of the people who've been locked up, and you haven't charged? Do they deserve to be treated humanely? Or are they part of that consequences that you're talking about? Do you understand the different parallels? There are different laws. You have put people in charge who are not interested in liberty and justice for all. Not even close. They're interested in full iron-fisted tyranny. And misuse of law that they interpret as justice against their political enemies. What you've done to this country, and when I say you, I mean you never Trumper scum. I mean you pseudo-intellectual frauds who want to cheat the tax system like Joe Biden and his drug addict son, making sure to use it against people you don't agree with philosophically or politically. Well, you have no problem putting in office a 50-year tax cheat fraud from Delaware of all places to tell me how we have to limit how much money actual capitalists can make. How much money? Actual people who contribute to the society, who have really provided for an economy that was separate from government. Now, this is what it's going to look like when government's in charge of any of everything. Can you imagine what's going to look like when they take over businesses? So
5: they say it's not, you know, people. Understandably, brilliant. Does well, they? you know, it started off at six trillion. Now it's three point five trillion. Now it's is it going to be two point nine? Is it, it's going to be zero? going to be zero. zero, because in the in that plan that i put forward and i said from the outset i said i'm running to change the dynamic of how the economy grows i'm tired of trickle down the trillionaires and billionaires are doing very very well you all know you've
3: all reported it hey stupid what you're tired of or what you think means nothing it's not trickle down idiot it's private capital And what you vow to change and what you will destroy is a private economy so that corrupt bastards like you and your ilk can confiscate the money for yourselves and buy the DuPont mansion and live seaside and enrich your drug addict kids. 312-642-5600. Which one is this? The untouchables. Good thing. The old show. That's an old show. Even that's too... I remember the reruns. That's got to be the 50s or 60s. By the way, don't forget, Friday Features with me. Got to unwind for the weekend. Talk about movies. But in the meantime, you can be as mad as hell that the idea of this political whore, good for nothing, has decided he doesn't like the way the economy works. He's got it now. And the fact of the matter is, somehow we've allowed this position... To have the power to destroy it and change things forever, and they are driving it like they stole it. And we'll get to the recount later. Uh, Victor in Chicago. Hi, Victor. Hey,
6: Sean. How are you, brother? I'm glad to hear the uh, extra hour. It makes my day better. Oh, thank you, thank you. Listen, man. I'm I'm wondering when when the optics and and the feelings of of seeing people on horses and 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 taking actual action against lawbreakers have superseded the the law itself like this i had a fight with my wife about it today she said they're they're beating people on horseback no they're enforcing the law and the people that that they're that are coming across the border have been warned not to come across the border so why why is this stance on on a on a position why is this tearing families apart when all you see is the optics and you don't find the veracity of the information when it comes across the plate? It's disgusting to me,
3: man. It's when, when, when we talk about all of the problems, whether it be Chicago, whether it be any of these Democrat mafia run places, it is because for some reason the Democrats have taken the position to protect the, the, the perpetrator who breaks our laws and to prosecute the police who enforce those laws. And you now have a system where the most violent thing any of these politicians ever saw wasn't Portland, Oregon. It wasn't the numerous, numerous riots that took place and the burning of cities. And the, and it isn't even the shootings a weekend in Chicago. That's not the worst thing they ever saw. The worst thing they ever saw was a guy on horseback chasing a guy who's trying to run around him. And I'm wondering how many of them ever went to a festival in the city of Chicago? Do you remember when those... Guys on horses used to push us around. I distinctly remember thinking, boy, oh, boy, this horse is very big. I've been right at the other end of that thing. And I have to, I was not supposed to be staying there. They were trying to clean up the taste of Chicago. And that's how they got you out of there. Do you remember? I do, John.
6: And, and you know I drive Lyft and Uber, and I spend a lot of time on the south and west sides. And and when, when you see... The the law enforcement professionals that are demonized for simply trying to do their freaking jobs. Yeah, uh, it is. Sean, man, that's you why and I I are ve- the same.
3: I appreciate you listening. I appreciate the call. That's why you know from now on. I. That's why you got to separate everything. Separate it all. Here, my neighborhood wants the police. Let us have them. We'll pay for them. We'll do the rest. You don't want the police? Okay, you don't have the police. We'll just call everything the South Side of Chicago. Right? There's no need to name the neighborhood. Just name everybody that doesn't want the police and doesn't want law enforced. Name it the Democrat Hub, the Democrat Southside. Everyone will know what you mean. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Listen, the problem is this rotten, no-good, leftist, socialist,
7: anti-American, American-hating media that twists and sells all the lies. It's lie after lie. Everything. Everything with getting the Trump thing, everything with this stuff with the border, with the vaccine, it doesn't matter. They are, they are Craig, absolute it, the worst. It that-
3: used to be years ago, and you're exactly right. Thanks for the call. It used to be years ago there were editors who would take a look at the photograph and make a decision of, well, wait a minute. You say he's whipping. It looks like he has his hand on his shirt and he's grabbing him. And what you're looking at is the reins, which are long, and they are between both the patrol agent and the, uh, the illegal alien. That's what it looks like. The editor would have said, no, we can't run this photo, but you don't have that anymore because you know who the editor is? The editor is Jen Psaki. Following
0: up on a question from earlier in the week, why hasn't President Biden ever visited the southern border?
4: What would you like him to do at the southern border and what impact?
3: Listen to that answer, you condescending sorority snob you're a, the 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 obvious what do you mean he 's the president of the fracking country the border is where fentanyl which is killing kids all over this country and no one talks of it you know there were two i don 't even know if I should say anything two 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 kids that died of an overdose from Fenwick right here right there in Oak park two kids they didn't think they were doing fentanyl but because somehow it has been put into every drug, illegal drug that is sold, ultimately, that has come from the border, we're not talking about it anymore. See, to me, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen. What's worse? High school kids with their lives in front of them, dying from fentanyl-laced marijuana, fentanyl-laced cocaine, or a border agent grabbing an illegal alien by the t-shirt. Which one's worse, stupid? And she's going to lie right to your face. Pippi, lie stocking. Do you think that would have on the policies? Why doesn't he want to go? I don't think it's an issue. Because he can't. It's too far of a drive. He's walking around on those feeble 80-year-old legs. How many diapers could they fit in a carry-on? He can't go to the the border. After all, there's a bunch of idiots in this country that elected, I can't even say president, elected an 80-year-old crook who's never been west of What? The, the, the Mississippi, unless he had to go for some California communist, flies right in, fly him right out. You were right there. You're in California. You're lying to the people about what's his name's uh, uh, nephew, Nancy Pelosi's nephew or godson and William Randolph Hearst's godson. You're lying about this oligarch. You couldn't take a ride past the border. You're busy. You got things to do. It's amazing. And the Democrats vote for him and they stay by him and they support him. You know why? They can't wait for a handout. Or to corrupt an industry where they own the stock. Or maybe, maybe they're like the table of wisdom investment group right there in Chicago made up of judges and aldermen and scumbags of all kind that like to buy property in the ghetto then put sectionated housing in there and tell them don't complain but you don't have to pay the difference. You know, I, you don't think I see what you're doing? Three one two We'll be back. Deceptions and lies. Unfortunately, that's what we call politics. I've had enough of it. Of course, I had enough of it when Republicans did it. I really hate it when the Fourth Reich does it. Laura Rise, excuse me, Director of the Center of Technology Policy and Senior Research Fellow for Homeland Security at the Heritage Foundation. Thank you so much for joining me, Laura. How are you? I'm well, thanks for
4: having me on.
3: So the... Um, we have apprehensions that are astronomical at the southern border during the time of a pandemic, during the time when this country can afford it the least. When you catch two hundred and twelve thousand people at the border, how many normally get by? Because, as we know, they're only capturing a fraction. Well, yes, we don't know how many get by. There's
4: estimates um, and the numbers are quite high. Um we know that for this fiscal year so far, uh, the Border Patrol has encountered over 1.5 million uh, illegal aliens, and when you tally in the estimated so-called Godaways, we're over—we're talking over two million people.
3: You know, the funny thing is, um, my beliefs on on borders and my belief on citizenship to the country should be that we have one that is streamlined and that is effective and that people who are fleeing countries of abuse should have a system that allows them to come here. I am not one of these people who wants to never have immigration on any level. In fact, I think it's immigration that is the lifeblood of America and the beauty of it. However, I also notice that my idea of it is dependent upon people coming here for freedom and to be a part of society. During this time in our economy of what America really is going through, do, do politicians have an idea of what this will do to our systems that are already bankrupt and already failing, whether it be education or health or welfare? I, I don't understand why they are not more um, working towards a better solution than what we see here.
4: Well, some politicians do see that and they do realize it, and they fight for a lawful and orderly immigration system, which is what any sovereign nation is owed. And the U.S. is no exception. But politicians on the left have decided that potential votes in the future for the Democrats to stay in power outweighs everything that you have just mentioned.
3: And you being from Homeland Security... That's the other side of the coin. We do not have an idea, the intentions. We do know that most of these people are coming from countries that view us hostily. We do know that we have a massive, massive drug problem. And that is the only supply chain in the country that is really wide open and very fluid. Is this not something that for just the security of America itself needs to be reined in rather than lied about from Washington, D.C.?
4: Absolutely. As we just had our 20th anniversary of 9-11, we are unfortunately, sad, sadly, less safe than we were before September 11th, 2001, because our southern border is wide open. And now, due to the withdrawal in Afghanistan and how we withdrew, uh, Taliban, ISIS, al-Qaeda are all revitalized and are eyeing that southern border as a wide open path to come here we already know that nationals from over 147 countries have come through that border this fiscal year that's three quarters of the globe
3: that is just it's astonishing and we've also learned this week that our east coast elitist 80-year-old president has never been to the border it's almost astonishing that america the american people would elect a, a president who's never been to the southern border it does however explain his ignorance to it doesn't it
4: absolutely after nearly 50 years in office particularly in the judiciary committee which has jurisdiction over immigration he's never been there um, and, and press secretary jen saki uh, spoke mightily to try to justify how he made such decisions based on his experience uh, but she's pretty silent now and it's revealed that he he's never been there and in this historic border crisis which his very policies have created it it's the utter lack of leadership on demonstration on um on display that he still hasn't gone down there
3: i mean i I, I, from a homeland security aspect that we now know i i I spent half of the time in florida we now know that the government was taking illegal aliens and delivering them to various states around the country. Does not Homeland Security want this to stop? Can you, I mean, I, I know you're not there. You're not, you're not involved with the government aspect of Homeland Security any longer. But is there not a push by Homeland Security professionals to say, stop for just a moment? It seems that they're just going bigger and faster rather than evaluating
4: you're right. The Biden administration just seeks to process more in faster, and that way uh, to avoid large numbers appearing in the border, at the border. Uh, this Del Rio, um, very rapid increase of mostly Haitians this past week was a true headache for the White House because it made it real for people to see what, what they're doing. Um, and yes, law enforcement officers within DHS are fed up. Uh, morale is non existent. And they are being asked to um, now, when you include vaccine mandates, to choose between lives and livelihoods. Uh, and now that the, even the president is claiming that the Border Patrol, Horse Patrol agents have acted in a racist manner and is going to make them pay is utterly appalling. And he has started a war with the Border Patrol.
3: Um, that's it, interesting.
4: It's just astonishing.
3: Well it's also interesting because with every move like this, if 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 by and when I say we, please do not interpret me as being a Mitch McConnell or a Mitch McConnell or a Mitt Romney Republican I'm not. But this does set the tone for somebody like Abbott who has taken matters into his own hands and really mounted up his own border I, ideas he's even building a wall he's got the cars that he brought there he's trying to enforce laws this could actually be an opportunity if we were able to communicate this isn't about keeping people out it's about keeping people safe and we were able to capitalize on this kind of failure don't do you think that there's there's somebody doing that i keep waiting for it to happen i keep waiting for ted cruz who i like very much and i think is is a standout and uh, and, and some of the others but why is it that you think they're, they're more interested in raising funds rather than going there and making a stand?
4: Well, there are a handful of members of Congress who are frequently going down to the border and, and publicizing what's going on and amplifying the problems. Uh, not having majority in either chamber of Congress is a bit of an obstacle. Uh, but yes, thank God for Texas and other states who are getting involved to either sue this administration. Uh, to send resources to help Texas, Um, and more states need to step step up. Um, And and cities and and states as well need to be tracking the data because we're just not going to get it from the federal government in the terms of how many migrants are moving into their cities, their schools, their hospitals, what are the costs? We're going to have to um, count from the bottom up to get a real sense of the impact of this because we're not going to get those numbers and that information from the top down. They're hiding the ball.
3: You know, I, I may be cynical if I may get a little cynical with you. It also might be beneficial to the Democrat Party because what we've seen in these big cities like Chicago, for example, a third of children that have gone through schooling during this COVID have removed themselves from the public school could this be in fact a purposeful collapse of immigration laws knowing full well that these poor people and i say that because i am compassionate to these people these poor people can be now used as pawns and numbers to then be be leveraged to pass these massive omnibus bills for public spending and social engineering could is it that i'm just too pessimistic have i been reading too much news or could that in fact be the overall 3,000-foot picture of how the real upper echelon of the Democrat Party is viewing this?
4: Well, when the Democrats have thought asking the question in the U.S. Census uh, whether you are a U.S. citizen or not, it's not being cynical. The Democrats want no, not only illegal immigrants, but even lawful permanent residents, and neither of whom can vote in federal elections. You must be a U.S. citizen to vote, but they want all of them, to be included in the census because it determines uh, districts for representation and all sorts of uh, resources and funds, et cetera, in terms of more schools, hospitals, et cetera. So, no, I don't think you're being too cynical.
3: Laura, I want to thank you so much for following me. I enjoy your, your work over at Heritage.org. Do you have anything else you'd like to plug? you got a book coming out. i got a lot of good readers that listen to the show.
4: Well, we do have a piece coming out. It'll be in the Daily Signal on Monday. It's by uh, Chad Wolf, the former acting secretary of Homeland Security, Mark Morgan, the former commissioner of Customs and Border Protection, and myself about how this Del Rio crisis is just really a time lapse of this uh, entire fiscal year uh, under the Biden administration and and how um, they just continue to lie about it. And uh, they really need to be called out on this.
3: Wonderful. I hope it's not too late to mention me as your favorite interviewer ever, and I would not be offended by that at all. I want to thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Pippy Lie stocking, and the propaganda, propaganda ministers. I remember when Kaylee McEnany was on there. I loved it. You remember her? She was young, beautiful. To the point, honest and direct. Do you want to hear from her? Here's a good news. You can meet and hear from Kaylee McEnany to discuss the left's assault on everything. These rats. The global Marxist movement. The dangers of removing God from the public square. And you know where you can do it? Freedom Initiative. It's now hosting... Kaylee McEnany on Thursday, September 30th at Christian Liberty Academy in Arlington Heights. Tickets start at $49 and tickets can be purchased at freedominitiative.net and AM560 wants to give you a chance to win a pair of the VIP gold tickets. Actually, I had a friend of a friend call me and say, I really want to win it. I said, this isn't Melrose Park. You're going to have to go to am560theanswer.com slash gold. That's am560theanswer.com com slash gold to enter yourself to win those tickets and I highly recommend you do I'm almost thinking about flying in just because I want to meet her too Megan orland park
4: Sean hi
3: um I
4: was listening yesterday I listened every day but um I love the name hippie like hippie livestocking yeah and I, I've been searching for like an adjective or a, a one more descriptor of Jen, Hasaki. And you said it yesterday. No, you said "snapped" today, but there was another word you used, which was started with an "s." Do you remember what it was?
3: Shyster. swindler. <laughs> no, which one was it? it was We're going I, I honestly don't remember. But the minute I saw her. Back in uh, the Obama years, when she would come on with that condescending sorority girl act, like she was bothered by having to tell you morons the truth, I said to myself, she's like a mean, pippy, Longstocking." So that's when we gave her the name Pippy Lye Stocking. And I love it. But I will search my memory <laughs> banks, Megan. And uh, unfortunately, I don't remember. Isn't that saying I'm having a Biden? I, I don't remember e- I don't remember what I said. Thank you so much. I went long with you, Megan. We'll be back with this after this with your calls and comments.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks me, so everybody just follow me
4: because we need a
7: little
5: controversy because it feels
3: so Whenever you are intimidated or washed, panicked to do something, it never ends well. It never ends well. That is the exact opposite of the intention of politics. Politics is is supposed to be this logjam for a reason. It is supposed to take time, public debate, reasoning. You're supposed to weigh the opposition and listen to what people have to say. None of that has happened in 20 years. In 20 years from the time of September 11th. Everything's just fast, fast, fast. Get it done. Put it on the people. It'll work out fine. None of it has. None of it has. And most of us, people who listen to this station, people who value the principles of liberty and freedom, have been very consistent on all of these topics. Wait. Let's talk about it. Let's think about the ramifications. Why must it be right now, right now? And they would jam through the bills. And it used to be that bills were You were offended if they were 800 pages. Now they're thousands upon thousands. and That's just the bills. That's just the money aspect of it. And it never works out. Everything that happens when they do this is a massive, massive lie and a waste. But when you take what's happened under COVID, these are mistakes you can never go back from. The economic ones you could argue you could work out in time. And sure, if some generation in the future has character and integrity and honesty, maybe, maybe. But the medical aspect of what's happened during COVID to me is an atrocity, an assault on people's liberty to an extent we've never had in this country. We've never had this in our country. This isn't something that the people had time to think about and wanted to have their questions answered. I watched a, a newscast on, on uh, thirty or, uh, Channel 9 News, WGN. My wife loves that show, and I do too. It's Carol Burnett with information, right? They're funny. They get along with each other. I have always been irked since this all started when they brought on Dr. Robert Murphy, the Soviet sympathizer, who actually had the audacity, and you can go back and look at this on clips, to when this first started and they first brought him out, he would sit himself in front of Soviet art. And at the bottom of the art was a hammer and sickle. And I said to myself, what kind of a sick son of a dog would have Soviet art in his house who was not part of the commissar? How does that work? And I would listen to what he would say, and he would always have that overtone of iron-fisted, you will comply. I said, not, not to me. Not, not. Are you kidding me? Not in America. doesn't matter what this Soviet sympathizer dog and his cohorts, his cabal of communists and Marxists tell me to do. I'm, I'm an American. And here we are, 18 months later, where we are being leveraged and forced, intimidated, threatened with financial actions and penalties to resist putting a drug in my body that the people who are in charge now said they would never put in their body because it was done under Trump. And that was the one thing I agreed with them on. I don't care who made it. We have time to decide. You cannot do this to free people. You can do it to slaves. You can do it to guys who are have given up their freedom. But you can't do it to me. You know, when you look at when you look when you join the military, you're theirs, baby. They could do whatever the hell they want to you. That's just the way it goes. But well, I didn't join the military. I'm not in the military. You can't just stick stuff in my arm without me saying what's going on. In fact, now you're to the point where you're denying the reality. Project Veritas had an expose on this. and We'll get to that later. But all of these people who are in the propaganda wing of our society, all of the media, all of the the dumbest people in the world, let's face it, these reporters... Could never do anything in the in the real world, or they would. They all shoot for the guys who make thirty six million a year, and they say, "Oh, look! It! I want to be that guy." But the days of reporters, like the way we remember them, those of us who are over fifty, of the John Drummonds who just wanted to get the truth out, and he was he didn't care what it was, he didn't care what he, he was more interested in the truth than anything else. Those days are gone. So now I have to listen to sexually frustrated menopausal women on the View tell me right from wrong. Day in and day out. So for since the vaccine came out and, and Joe Biden won, so since November 4th, dimwits, both on The View and other news networks, have been promoting something they know nothing about, something that they don't want to look at, something they want to feel good about, called the vaccine. I've been very consistent. If Donald Trump would have won a second term, I would have the exact same opinion. I don't care What you tell me, if it doesn't make sense to me, then it doesn't make sense. None of this has made sense to me. None of it. First of all, I always wanted the reporting to be in this age of this virus that stemmed and obviously was created in a lab. Thankfully, thank God above, only 0.5% of the people who get it die. And then I could have said, boy, oh boy, let's take a look at some of the people that die. And you would say, well, some of them were like J.B. Pritzker, others never took care of themselves. Sure, there are some, maybe a rare case of somebody who was perfectly healthy, but we're human beings, we're weak. We all have pre-existing conditions of one form or another. And now I say, well, look, this thing is running through the country, but it's only killed 0.5%. So relatively healthy, thank God, the kids are, and I hope everybody makes it, but at least we know we've got a very good chance. But that's not the case. This thing has been thrown at us like it has a 50% kill rate. It doesn't people have been selling me this without thinking about it. They've been denying the reality of what we're living through during a time when people are vaccinated and they're getting it again. And then there's the ultimate tell. If you were secure in the vaccine, what the hell would it bother you if I didn't wasn't if I wasn't vaccinated? Why would it bother you? You've got the vaccine, it works. So what do you care what other people do? What do you care? But that's not the case. And it leads me to believe there's another reason. I think they want us all to have the same problem. I think they know it doesn't work. I think they have more than enough evidence that they've been hiding. Project Veritas kind of revealed that. And then it happened today, right on live TV, to the menopausal misfits called The View. Right as they were going to have the best lunch date in all of Washington, Kamala Harrison.
8: We're following more breaking news on this Friday. It's a story involving Vice President Kamala Harris. The vice president is appearing on ABC's The View this hour. But moments before she was said to appear, we learned that two of the co-hosts of The View tested positive for COVID-19.
6: I need uh, the two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Anna
4: and Sonny. And And we're going to bring you back later. What happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case, and they'll be okay, I'm sure, because they're both vaccinated up the wazoo. You know, a lot of vaccines.
3: So a lot of vaccines, all the masks and all of it. And it's a breakthrough case. Now, I am not like the the American Marxists. I don't take pleasure in this. I hope they are wonderful. They don't have any symptoms. And that they, like 99.5% of the people who've had COVID live. That's what I hope. I'm not like the Marxist mafia who takes pleasure when someone dies if they philosophically disagree with them, those evil bastards that they are. I don't feel that way. I hope they're wonderful. And I'm pretty confident they will be. 99.5% of the people that get it. But it does kind of make you think, by their own admission, we're vaccinated. What did uh, that dainty little flower, Joy Behar, boy, oh boy, is her husband glad when she's out of the house taping, that's for sure. What did she say? They're uh, vaccinated up the wazoo. They mask constantly. They follow more protocols. After all, they're superior. They're Democrats, and they're in the propaganda wing of our government called the media. But wouldn't it make you think, well, wait a minute, that's 50% of everybody on this stage. And it would make sense that maybe, maybe the information in uh, Massachusetts, in Miami-Dade, Florida, in various parts of California, where the vaccinated breakthrough, I think I said breakout earlier, breakthrough cases are more than 50% of the new COVID cases. Maybe we should really review the data but then you realize that they've been cooking the data they've been cooking the results and it was revealed to us thanks to Project Veritas and we now have a Congressman Kosar
9: that wanted to give thanks. Hello folks I'm Congressman Paul Gosar from Arizona I'm sure by now many of you have seen the shocking Project Veritas video exposing the medical staff at the Phoenix Indian Medical Center admitting that they do not report side effects injuries, and illnesses caused by the COVID vaccine. Federal law requires all hospitals and healthcare providers to report adverse vaccine events to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, also known as VAERS. This system does two things. One, the FDA and CDC can monitor the potential risk to the public health by seeing firsthand these problems. If a vaccine causes too many injuries, the vaccine can be pulled off the market. This has happened before Secondly, it allows an injured patient and their family the ability to file a claim for compensation with a federal compensation fund. This is a legal right and it is time sensitive like all legal claims. After seeing this miscarriage of justice and the medical negligence documented by Project Veritas, I immediately wrote to the Secretary of Health and Human Services to investigate this matter and to remedy the problem immediately. Look, I'm not pro-vaccine, I'm not anti-vaccine. I am pro-patient choice and informed consent. And I am pro-truth and transparency. The American public is not protected by health care providers deliberately lying or withholding evidence they don't like.
3: Well, he reported it to HHS. Good thing that's not a political position. I mean, after all, the secretary of HHS, they're completely superior to, to, to politicians who put them in. You think Fauci and the rest of these bureaucratic Political whores give a rip about the truth. 312-642-5600. I'll be taking your calls and comments. And don't forget about Freedom Summit 2021. It's coming back to Chicagoland. It's presented by Matrix Home Solutions. It's happening on Saturday, November 6th at the Western Chicago Northwest in Itasca. This year's featured speakers are Ted Cruz, Colonel Allen West, Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, Dinesh D'Souza, They includes book signings, breakout sessions, and much more. You can come and meet me, along with Dan and Amy, buy tickets. And unfortunately, you will be in the breakout room, the overflow room. Here's the good news. They're going to have a way to keep track of you so that if there's cancellations and whatnot, you may get in. But we're never going to know if you don't go to freedomsummitchicago.com to get yours and put your name on the list. That's freedomsummitchicago.com. Join us at Freedom Summit on November 6th be there or be square we'll be back and I'll take your calls after this just this week alone how many times has the government lied to us just this week alone the border the horse the whipping January 6th the moron with the horns on his head sitting on the uh, uh, in the big chair banging the gavel The spending bill, the taxes, Afghanistan, how many lies this week alone? But now I got to believe you, right? It's the old neighborhood. Lie to me once, and you will never do it again. The government has zero credibility. In fact, it's to the point now where if they say it, think the opposite, and you're right.
5: But it's a, it's it's a, it's really there's no no picture book way to say okay the war's ended let's get everybody out and we'll go home, no war's ever ended that way other than the- liar liar,
3: just not since Vietnam, but they all ended that way. Just think of Korea, moron. This is never easy. That's not always
4: uh, complete right from the start, uh, but it was remarkable even though it got off to uh, a.
3: a- Hazy star. It was remarkable. These are the same idiots telling you, don't worry, it's fine, it's going to work. Don't worry, put it in your arm. I don't want to put it in my arm. It's actually in my body. No, no, no. After all, it's us. What could go wrong? How stupid do you have to be? I mean, listen, I have people I love that got it. I told them not to, but they got it. And I feel terrible. But, thankfully, although it almost killed my father-in-law, he's all right. And to me, he was intimidated into it. He was rushed into it. He was leveraged into it. Kind of like the bill. Kind of like what you see with your own eyes in Afghanistan on the border. Kind of what you've lived through with the tax policies, with their spending, with their just complete and total corruption and incompetence. And now this time i got to believe you? Uh, You go first. Uh, Jim in South Elgin. How you doing, my friend? Good. I'm actually on the way to see uh, James
1: O'Keefe uh, at the local event here in Chicago. Really? It's a sold out, of I understand it. Yeah, he's uh, the Harlan Institute event. He's, he's, I'm sure, we talked about his these two videos, and there's another one coming out next week, as I understand it. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, see O'Keefe does a job that uh, reporters used to do. Yeah, he you know, does. So I'd really admire him a lot. And Anyways, thank him.
3: Also, and why don't you thank him for all of the people who are trapped, unfortunately? Under this government abuse, we call Democrat-led areas. So, uh, I it. mean, he he, he no really problem. does a service to this country that he should Absolutely. be really touted and thanked for it.
1: That's right, and also a friend of mine uh, told me he took the, he you know got the jab a while ago and he got COVID again. It was real bad for him.
3: Yeah, it's terrible. It doesn't work. Come on, you know that you're a doctor. You just dress like you're a Magnum PI. Only you're not nearly as attractive. Thank you, Jim, for the call. I really appreciate it. Uh, let's go to John and Lincoln with.
1: Hey, Sean, it's great to hear from you. Thank, you know, I wanted to thank you for having a show because this morning on the Amy and Kristen show, it was nothing but pro-vaccine and that she's going on. I actually called in and told her, I said, look, enough with your pro-vaccine stuff. You've got to be more like Sean. That's enough. And she, <laughs> she couldn't defend herself, and she actually hung up on me. I couldn't believe it. I started laughing. Well, listen, oh, I, I don't want to her
3: to be more. Here's the thing. To me, each their own, right? You should have the freedom yeah. to do it, but you should realize to a certain extent there's a reason that professional liars are pressuring people. There's a reason they're misusing this power. And that reason to me is to get you in the same boat with them. After all, that's that's what they've learned. The larger the failure, the more people it affects, the more susceptible they are to more money and abuse of themselves. They call it the city of Chicago or the city of New York uh, or New Jersey, wherever they reign over. They hate people who yeah, think for themselves.
1: Well, they're just... There's a lot of idiots. But anyway, I wanted to tell you, hey, I finally made it out to your cigar shop, even though I don't smoke, and I had a smoke with a buddy of mine,
3: Mike. Great shop, man. Oh, I loved it. Thank you thank very you. much. Keep it between us, will you? I don't want a bunch of people coming there. I didn't buy the business to make money. Thank you very much, John. In fact, that's exactly the truth. I bought it to keep away from Democrats, because I used to go to this other one, and these morons would walk in with their obvious failure and their obvious corruption. You know, there was a guy there from my old neighborhood, a rat of a guy, literally a rat, went to prison. For stealing money from seniors, and he would come in with his con job lifestyle, and talk about how great the Democrats were, and how wonderful they were for seniors after robbing them of himself. Don't worry, I'm sure he's on one of those funny pensions and the rest of it. They're typical. That's why I, that when you you're in my shop and you start that, get out. It's my favorite words. And by the way, Biden voters keep out. Tom in Blue Island. John,
2: how's it going, buddy? Wonderful what that Sean? what that man just said was true I heard him this morning and they were not too crazy with the ladies were not too crazy Listen, about that's not his, the uh, first
3: that's not the first time two blondes didn't like me it happens all the time buddy <laughs> right <Go ahead. laughs>
2: so Sean I want to agree with you on the vaccine thing I believe trump of the many mistakes he made uh he got played hard on this one and and fauci was the perfect foil. Uh, trump looked at this vaccine stuff like he was trying to finish a deadline on building a building
9: it was and the, the whole time I was right. like,
2: yeah. right, how could you uh, why would you try to rush and, and then trump and he and he would say it uh, what, what it, operation warp speed? Well look, you're talking about a medication that you have no idea what it's going to do to people in ten or fifteen years, and when this when this does hit the fan, and people start getting illnesses that they can't do anything about. You watch the media pivot and start calling it Trump's vaccine.
3: I appreciate that's exactly, going to happen. Right. You're exactly right, Tom. And there's another thing they, they they rarely list the age of the people who die. Rarely, rarely, rarely list the age. Mary Lombard. Hi. No. Yeah. And that was to my
4: to my point. Is that they had this obituaries in the Tribune when they started. And, you know, mourning those that, that died from COVID. And it was like a 97-year-old, a 98-year-old. Yeah. Like, they didn't die because they were 97 and 98.
3: Nobody gets out alive. And if people understood that on a normal year, we lose between 68 and 7,200 people a day in this country prior to anyone talking about COVID or Dr. Anthony Fauci investing in a virus that could shut down the economies around right. the world. Right. Thank you. And then my
4: other quick point was,
3: are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh.
4: Is that if I'm so glad I'm not a young woman, I'm not of childbearing age because I don't want that stuff in me because you have your eggs that are the only eggs you're ever going to have. I mean, how do they know they're not going to affect you know that?
3: No, I listen. I completely agree with you. But when it comes to women, I don't want to think about eggs or anything. I just like the fun stuff I can look at. Thank you, Mary. (laughs) I I appreciate it. We'll be back after this. You want to hear gall? Do you want to hear nerve? That little freak dressed like a detective from 1932, the mentalist. Even though it's a woman, Lori Lightfoot. Chicago encourages Texans to leave the state. Yeah, come on over here. It's lovely. You're going to love it. You guys are going to love it. The murder, the mayhem, the disgusting trash all over, the graffiti on the walls. You're going to be, you're going to love it. It's preposterous. And they got another thing in Chicago.
0: Goal of this new vaccination effort is to get 77% of all Chicagoans vaccinated against COVID-19. 77, of course, coming from the 77 community areas right now. Chicago as a whole is just under 60% of being fully vaccinated.
3: Let me see, though. It's just under 60%. The numbers are bad. Numbers are worse than Florida. Oh, did he say they're worse than Florida? Yeah, because they are. They're worse than a lot of places. But they got all these Democrats in charge. It's wonderful. Come on, Texas. Leave that state where you're free to be a human being and an American. Leave the state where your liberty is the most important thing in it. Come here. You're going to love it. You like babies? You're going to love the way we treat them here. Number one. If you, uh, the mother wants to kill them that's okay by us. It's free. Number two, if somehow they make it out alive, we're going to put them in a system that guarantees they won't be able to read or think. You're going to love it. But here's the good news. You can drop them off when they're three. You don't have to worry about picking them up. They don't have to go to school. They'll be wandering around the streets. But think of the money they can make selling drugs. We're here in Chicago. Our politicians, we make sure they're very protected. They could walk around with guns. They could carjack people. They could break windows. You know what happens? No bond. No, no, no. You walk right out. It's splendid. You're going to love it. Freedom? Not so much. We don't like that. But if they promise to vote for Democrats, they could get a job with either us or ComEd because ComEd bribes the Democrats so that they have a lot of jobs for a lot of people only if they vote Democrat. Then What do we do when we get caught? We say we're going to pay a fine and we up everybody's electric bill to make sure we can cover it. Then we get another Gravy Train deal, and we have that funny green energy thing. You're going to love it, Texans. Come here. I dare you. See, that's how that sentence should be finished. Come here to Chicago. I dare you. Put on your Kevlar backpack if you have kids. Otherwise, you might just want the aluminum siding in your house to be made out of Kevlar. Big Andy, on the road. Hi, Big Andy. Sean, how are you doing? Thanks for taking my call, buddy. Anytime. I
2: appreciate
8: you. Listen, man, I'm so sick and freaking tired of everybody calling this a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. You look up
3: the definition of vaccine, a vaccine immunizes you from a virus. This does not do that. Not only uh, that, here's another thing for you, Andy. We got a a bad connection, brother, and I'm sorry. I would have loved to have heard you fully. But here's another thing. Vaccines, actual vaccines from shingles to small parks to whatever it is, guess what they come with? Warnings. They come with warnings. In fact, there's all kinds of things that could happen. It's kind of like antidepressants or ulcer medication or Robitussin. They all have warnings. But this? No warnings. How could that be? There's no warning? Nothing I got to worry about? Nah, you'll be okay. We did have a couple signs of Bell's palsy. We did. And uh, we did have... Some problems with, uh, you know, young girls.
9: This would be the only time that that was written in her medical charts, but it's in there. Over the next two and a half months, her abdominal muscle and nerve pain became unbearable. She developed additional symptoms that included gastroparesis, nausea and vomiting, erratic blood pressure and heart rate, memory loss, she mixes up words, brain fog, headaches, dizziness, Fainting, she fell and hit her head, and then um, seizures.
3: That should be on the label. I think that should be on the warning label, but that was a mother who testified at at a press conference that a senator, Ron Johnson, put together. It's true, but nobody wants to talk about it.
9: And you learn from Project Veritas that nobody ever will. Thank you, Project Veritas, for your work. America thanks you as well. You're damn right we do. You're damn right we do.
3: And everybody who was in on the scam and the fraud and every moron that's selling it without thinking about the ramification and consequences of having the only vaccine without a warning label. The only one. You should be ashamed of yourself. But then again, you're probably a Democrat. And one thing's for certain. You don't have any shame. You can't live low enough or steal more obvious. You cannot be a fascist, communist rat more obvious. You have no shame. You are the scourge of the earth. Greg LaGrange.
7: Hey, how you doing today? I'm all right. You know, I learned a lesson back when my dad was alive in 1977 with the Oldsmobile when they came out with the diesel. And he said, you know what? These are new engines you better wait it out because you don't know what you're gonna get. Okay, now we come to this point in our lives, and we ratchet it up exponentially, talking about human lives, and we know that this hasn't been tested over the long haul. It's a very rough sell. It's a very rough sell. It's almost like a green energy older,
3: solution. They just make it up, and then they don't want to talk about the bad stuff. Go ahead.
7: It's 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 a it's a tough sell for younger people because. Of people are the ones at most risk and if they would have left it at that and made it on your cognizance and your doctor's orders that'd be fine but this cudgel that they're using i'm in the middle of a waiver process now trying to get a waiver if i lose then i'll i'll just retire you know yeah but i'm not happy about it but why? there every institution that you cherished or you trusted in in this country is being slowly burnt to ashes
3: and well, and you know it's funny you say that greg i uh I went to a doctor for the first time ever, and he was a friend of a friend. And um, the way in which they're being leveraged, the way in which they're being extorted and forced, this is another scandal that I'm hoping Project Veritas reveals. I think that might be on the third tape, but thank you, Greg, for the call. Um, The way in which you're being told you're not entitled to your opinion, and people who have been suffering are not entitled to tell their story. This is a very serious thing. I mean, I I said it sharply, but this is the only vaccination, the only medical product without a warning label.
9: She had verbal, she developed verbal and motor tics. She had loss of feeling from the waist down and muscle weakness. Drastic changes in her vision, urinary retention and loss of bladder control. Severely irregular and heavy menstrual cycles. And eventually she had to have an NG tube put in to get nutrition.
3: Thousands of women and young girls, thousands have suffered the same thing. Thousands. Yet nobody wants to have a discussion about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. And there are followers and those people who promote following that think they're intellectually superior to you. They view you as stupid because you want to have control over your own body and your own choices. So they look down at you with the same contempt as that thigh chafing rat Hillary Clinton did when she called you deplorable. It's the truth. See, because if you're not in their, their league, this is the Fabianism. Then you are to be controlled. You're too stupid for your own good. But don't worry, they'll always condescend to you in such a righteous way.
7: Tom and Deer Park. Sean, uh, along your lines of thinking here, I am with General Flynn. My leader of QAnon, who yesterday stated that there is COVID vaccine in salad dressing. So until we can figure what the hell is going on, I will not ingest French, Russian, or Thousand Island salad dressing with my salad.
3: Yeah, that's good. There you go. There's the kind of moron that votes for for Biden or supports it or talks about how much better off we are. He's not bad. He's just like a normal Democrat. And in the face of the failure, they're still smug. Well, maybe if you got enough money to prance around and retire, you could be that way. But if you're just a kid or you're trying to get out, or or if you think you have property over your own body, then you're offended by it, or you should be. But see, that's why the people like that And the Democrats, they should fund themselves. It's time to break the political bands that bind us. Go and fund yourself. Tax yourselves. Pick your own products. Me, I don't want any of your Social Security. I'm out. I don't want any of your Medicare. I'm out. I don't want anything you do. I'm out. Now let's start our own. That's the answer. To get away from morons. To get away from pseudo-intellectuals. To get away from people who think you're too stupid to make your own decisions. The problem is these rat bastards, they're the ones at the levers of power. The good news is, it doesn't have to be that way. So I'm just the opposite of Lori Lightfoot, who says get out of Texas and come to Chicago. I'm 100% opposite. Get out of these Democrat mafia sewers and go to states where pseudo-intellectual pansies are rejected. 312-642-5600. Wow!
4: I feel good. I
3: The similarities, the similarities of shut up and just believe me, between this, the green agenda, the moronic, moronic, punitive, confiscatory tax scheme, which is going to be used to leverage corruption. See, what Joe Biden understands is you can cheat these taxes when they're in charge of them, just like him and his scum son. I wonder what. I wonder what that scumbag, the one who stuck the, the crack in his mouth and the, and the juice in his arm, the hooker monger that he is, the one who knocked up the stripper, what does he think about uh, putting a vaccine into your body? Anybody ask that? That obvious renaissance man of finance and, from what I understand, a hell of an artist. Anybody ask that scum what he thinks? To vote for these people, you have to be one of them. Sorry, just the way it is. Uh, And, you know, we had a guy this week call up, a Democrat rat from Chicago. Why are you always ragging on Chicago? So I told him, turn the channel. I don't want you listening. Then he called back. He wanted to give me some more tips. Here's a tip for everybody. The only tip you need in life. Never take advice from somebody who hates you. Never take advice from your enemy. They're not going to help you. So when Democrats come on and tell Republicans how to win and how to pass bills, that's not advice. That's a scam they hope you take. And too many people have been buying these rat scams. Too many people have been believing with what their hope is rather than looking what the fact is. The fact is every single claim they make is a lie. And they spend the rest of the time trying to prevent you from looking at it. Jim, Palos Park.
7: Hey, Sean. Thanks so much for taking my call. Um, I, I I don't know where to begin, but we're a Titanic that's being
6: steered to the
1: biggest iceberg ever. But 2 ex-retired nuns up at Jungen Center, Fullerton and Damon, for all the retired. We got nuns a ba- are. we got a
3: we got a terrible connection, Jim. I can't hold on. All right, we got I got to hold on. Everybody, quick, hum to yourself. <laughs>
7: Hey, All right, you're there. You're I'm back.
2: better
3: now. Go ahead. Okay, what do you got? Can you hear me? Yes. Go yeah, ahead. Two you, it, got, you got two seconds, baby.
2: Two minutes at the Jugen Center tested positive Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Test them again, negative. Okay, but the numbers they use for Channel Nine. Inflame. Yeah, only the
3: positive count. Sorry, got to go to commercial. We'll be back after this. <laughs> an absolute and total flaw. And that flaw is, I think there are certain people that are too simply too good to live under tyranny and abuse. I really do. I think all of you are like that. And I don't want to see you abused in this hopeless situation. So when I was uh, given the credentials of Joe Severino, and I see the similar, I mean, just the kind of person he is. Started with nothing. Grew up. Wanted to achieve things, was accepted, Harvard Business School, and the OPM program. Since then, he's been married. He's raised five kids. He's Greek Orthodox Christian. You see that he's a philanthropist. He has started a foundation for children, and uh, I believe it's through Shiner's Children Hospital, where he has given away massive amounts of money to benefit who knows how many kids. He's pro-life. He believes in the Second Amendment and free speech. He believes in police. He wants the equality of law reestablished. He believes in a good pathway, but an immigration system that's based on law. How in the hell is Joe Severino going to get elected in this Democrat mafia state? So I brought him on to say, Joe, you're too damn good for Illinois, let alone running against Brad Schneider, part of the Democrat mafia foot soldier. How are you?
10: Hello, Sean. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate that intro. That was wonderful. I mean, I, I I, the, obvi- obviously you're frustrated. Yeah. From- extremely. Extremely. So w- w- what's occurred here is, uh, and you're spot on about Brad Schneider, he's literally a do-nothing Democrat in the district that's just starving for leadership. Uh, he's a Pelosi puppet. Essentially what he does is just toe the line and vote according to party rather than what's good for the community uh, our citizens and particularly our district we're suffering here we have crimes spilling over from cook county into lake county carjackings are up violent crimes are up and it doesn't seem to be an end in sight and therefore i thought with my background with my with my business sophistication and emotional value of caring for people in the community that I did in the race and tried to disrupt it and win one for the GOP.
3: Well, I'm proud of you. And it's, I feel like this, this is how I felt when I met Gary Rabine. My, my attitude towards you is you do realize the sewer you live in, right? You do realize that the average citizen in this mafia run sewer is very happy and they're not bothered when Schneider in 2013... See, I have one of these memories. I can't forget bad people and bad things. So I remember mm-hmm. when when he was just one of Obama's lackeys and when he was caught up in the IRS scandal, when it was obvious that the IRS union had given $3,000 to him and 6500 to Foster and uh, 3500 to Bustos, and it turned out to be that they were using those campaign contributions from the IRS union, the workers' union, to vote in favor of IRS agents and the rest of their failures back in 2013. And you realize that the people in your district, unfortunately, are made up of Mercedes Marxists, self-loathing trust fund babies, economic illiterates, or even worse, those Tony Rescos and those developers that throw fundraisers for Lori Lightfoot, the scumbags in on the scam. So I'm optimistic because I like you. I want to like you. Um... But I also think that if this doesn't work out, you should call me and get your family to a better state. What do you think of that?
10: <laughs> well, you know, I contemplated leaving Illinois. I uh, I moved to the North Shore, and and here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a little bit, because it's so overwhelmingly prevalent to individuals now, the leadership failures are becoming so transparent that even, you said, the, uh, the Mercedes are realizing that there's just no in, sight here they're going to tax us to death our property values are going to drop the reason why i believe a lot of the property values in the suburbs are doing well is because people are running away from the city there's a mass exodus there nobody trusts it anymore we have large real ta- uh retailers that don't want to uh reopen shop because of lightfoot's leadership and the rest of the democratic party so they're coming to the suburbs and now is this crime and corruption dwindles into the suburbs regardless of what suburb it is they're going to exit illinois and we're going to be worse off so people are realizing that this is affecting their bottom line this is affecting their family the way they raise raise their children Uh, we have academia healthcare um, every facet of a big box store that's against the consumer and partnering with our government against us so Somebody has to stand up and say enough's enough, fight back, bring a reasonable argument to why these things aren't good for us in the long term, regardless of party. This has nothing to do with party. This has to do with humanity now. They're crippling our children. They're starving them of oxygen at schools. They're putting unrealistic mandates on children. People that have worked their entire life to become a nurse or whatever it might be, whatever they studied for, are being forced out of jobs. They can't even fill the positions, but they're letting these wonderful employees exit. So I, I, I believe there's a momentum of people that are starting to figure out exactly what's going on here.
3: And here's the other thing, Joe, I think uh, if you drive home, will help you. Brad Schneider has never read a bill he voted on. You realize that. They're passing omnibus bills that. Number one, they don't read. Number two, they, they do not possess the gravitas to understand the devastation when you are a Harvard Business School OPM program graduate. And they are, you know, and you said something that, that always tweaks me a little bit, and that is that the housing prices are going up. Well, you and I and my listeners, because they're the smartest people in Chicagoland, know that money has a velocity, it has a timestamp. And when you inflationally adjust money, even though these home prices seem like they're high, they're actually at the year 2000 to 1997 prices when you inflationally adjust the money. When you compound the fact that most of your your neighbors, if they're not connected to Tony Resco and the Marxist mafia and the lawyers that circle your areas and, and, and corrupt the system, are paying exorbitant fees when they factor it all in together. In fact, Joe... Even the good neighborhoods have been slaughtered financially if you know how to look at money. Am I right?
10: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, Sean, we're facing we're facing a, a, a devaluation. We're facing a depression. We're facing a, a destruction of just not our community but our families. Uh, you know, maybe there, there there are individuals that can rebound if they lose a few bucks, you know, if they're 40K, a 401Ks, uh, doesn't return as anticipated they can still get through it
3: or they're on My a government concern. pension government pensions you can cruise baby you that's like it. me and you, you having five it. million tucked away
10: enormous debt in uh uh in in crippling our uh, budget in illinois but at the end of the day what's happening is there's a lot of families that can't bounce back and you're right about brad schneider uh i call him stay-at-home brad uh He's never at his offices. No, he never answers his phones. I personally try to call him today. He didn't answer the phone. I have a friend that called him today that didn't answer the phone. I'm going to crash one of his events tomorrow. That's RSVP by email. Uh, and it, it's very cryptic about where it's being held, which I was able to find out, and I'm going to attend. Just go to uh, where, where to Laurie Lightfoot's. Conversation.
3: Go to where the developer, the, the, the crooked developer, is throwing Laurie Lightfoot the $5,000 plate fundraiser and knock two doors over. Something tells me you'll be real warm.
10: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I, I wasn't aware of that, but I don't doubt it. That's for sure. So the whole idea is, I'm. Ju- I'm going to try to drag him into the uh, into the sunlight. And you're right. He uh, not only will. Uh, he, he's never passed. Uh, you know any legislation. So I think he's uh, almost his fifth term now. Uh, concluding his fifth term. He's never passed any legislation. Uh, a red, is there, uh, you know, election fraud is unfolding in Arizona. Currently, Like as we speak, he still said he he proposed legislation and said anybody that doesn't believe in, uh, you know, that uh, thinks that there was election fraud, he doesn't want them signing his bill. You know, when you take a partisan stand like that, you're showing that you're you're not able to bring people together to be a leader to accomplish anything. And unfortunately, that's what we're living in now, a lack of leadership. It's dwindling down, and it's just getting worse. You know, absent leadership, there's no way we're going to turn things around. If we get a few more people that aren't politicians in office that want to serve the community and do the right thing, we could turn it around. And that's what I'm hoping to do.
3: Well, I agree with you. But the congressman is the most important position because you are to be closest to the people. You are, in fact, the one that writes the laws and okays the spending. And somebody with your background actually understands the ramification and consequences of bad policy. This political whore, and member of the Democrat mafia is exactly where he should be in a corrupt city, in a corrupt state, and a system that likes it. He's just hoping that he can keep away the bad policies from his neighborhood. Hopefully, hopefully, Joe, there's enough people in your neighborhood that understand it and want to change things because just by your credentials and and what you've done for children and, you know, with the part about not killing them, which I'm sure is a big part of his agenda, I want to thank you for running, and I want to let you know, that if you decide, if it goes the way I predict, which is unfortunate for you, but its I'm always going to be honest with you. I think the, the body politic in this state is too damn stupid and too damn corrupt. If it goes my way, because I like you so much, I will pick up lunch when you are looking for real estate in Naples, Florida. We have a deal?
10: <laughs> I appreciate that, John. All right. I appreciate that. Thanks so, so much for having me on the show. If where can the people go? Yes. More about me. Yes. Uh, uh, it's Severino dot Severino for congress.com if you want to uh, support the campaign click the donate button even a cup of coffee uh, contribution would mean a lot and I really appreciate it
3: and I'm going to an extend uh, equal time to that that Marxist mafia member rat that you're running against to see if he'd come on because I'd love to ask him about this IRS money Brad Schneider so we're going to send a a little email to his campaign I'll let you know if we get him on, okay
10: Sounds wonderful. Thanks so much for having me on
3: the show, Sean. I appreciate it. 312-642-5600. We'll be back. Self-loathing trust fund babies, my least favorite. They're everywhere. Everywhere. Sure, raise the taxes because we don't have any income. We wait for our Grandpa Abe's trust fund to kick out a little money. Join AM560 to hear President Trump's Press Secretary, Kaylee. McEnany, I got a special news on this one, discuss the secular left's assault on Christianity, including degradation of fundamental principles, the global Marxist movement, and the dangerous, I'm going to read the highlight part, boy, this Misty Kate loves to talk in my ear, uh, and the dangers of removing God from the conversation. Freedom Initiative now invites you to join on Thursday, September 30th at Christian Liberty Academy in Arlington Heights, tickets start at $49, and details are available at freedominitiative.net. Now, here's the good news. For a 25% off, use promo code AM560. Get 25% off the $49. Bucks. And you're going to meet Kaylee McEnany. For a chance to win a pair of VIP gold tickets, we've got other options for you to meet Kaylee McEnany. Visit 560 the answer dot com keyword gold, that's five sixty the answer .com, keyword gold. I mean, I would really go and see her. I think I'm going to be out of town, and if I'm, but if I'm not, I'm going to go and see her. I want to meet her. David Lansing.
1: Hey Sean, uh, I'm glad you brought up and covered in depth the picture, the so-called strapping, uh, the border patrol agent with the horse. You know,
3: most people um, who are looking at that picture never rode a horse. Never, ever rode a horse. They don't understand what reins are, they don't understand how they operate, and they don't understand the kind of horse that is and why they're big like that. They don't understand that they're more than just reins. They're actually used to incentivize the horse in what direction to go, because those horses are the equivalent of barrel racing horses, and they Uh, are stone athletes.
1: Right. I've ridden a horse, and I have an idea for the print media out here. Here's an opportunity. You know, you kind
3: of sound like Mr. Ed. You know, I've never. You know, it all makes sense to me. Now, go ahead, Mister Ed. What do you got for me?
1: It's my headache. That's that's the that's right. what's coming out of my mouth. Just anyway,
3: don't give me uh, a Wilbur. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> so, uh, maybe somebody like in print media, either online or or the paper form, can take two or three pictures of that border patrol agent agent on the horse, and take two or three pictures of a security camera of illegal aliens breaking into houses in Texas or. Arizona or New Mexico and and ask the readership what's worse? These pictures of this guy The worst thing you ever saw.
3: The worst thing you ever saw is when you come home and your house is broken in though. Thank you very much, David. It is true. That is the worst thing. Do you ever have a break-in, bunny? Do you ever been a victim of a break-in? It's it's absolutely horrific. Um I was with a dear friend of mine. We're walking in his house, we're young. He just gets his own apartment, he's in a shady side of the neighborhood. We just walk in and all his stuff is taken. It was just horrific. I think he would have viewed that as worse than watching an illegal alien grabbed by the shirt while a guy on a horse tries to throw him out. I got a good horse to run away with me story. That's a terrible experience. When those things run away with you, you have. You are absolutely helpless. I was choking myself with those long reins. It was ridiculous. But people like to hear the noble lie versus the truth.
4: Congregation Sorry. under the bridge and congregating there. are just mentioning COVID. What is the situation there? I know that the crowd has been dispersed. Do we know who has tested
6: positive and people got sick? Any kind so
3: now of- let's think about the question. 25,000 people that they say are 15,000 under the bridge. Nobody knows how they got to Mexico, let alone if they have any disease or anything. Nobody can test them. They, they've been living in squalor like a third world country, which unfortunately, due to political policies of Haiti, is an upgrade for them. And now we have a reporter asking uh, if we know they're COVID.
4: Symptoms
3: uh, among this group of 15,000, you said?
10: Yes, so we did not not test that population of individuals. Uh, We do not know, I do
3: not know, I should say if I may be perfectly accurate, I do not know whether anyone was sick with covid that didn't stop us from moving them about the country like they were on a United free pass. That didn't stop a thing. I mean, to vote for these people, I used to say you have to be too stupid or in on the scam. I think I'm going to eliminate the too stupid because that just goes without saying. You're, but you're clearly in on the scam. You're clearly in on the scam, and that brings me to the uh, interview I just had with Joe Severino. How could you listen to this guy? Understand his resume? Know what's at stake. Live in the tenth district, where you have Schneider, who's been riddled in scandal. In fact, lost because of the IRS scandal, then was reelected again by the morons because the new ones moved in, or the uh, the corrupt ones just overwhelmed them. Boy, oh boy, Kevin, Libertyville.
8: Hey, Sean, how are you this evening? I know you're. I know you're. You're a little worked up, but that's good. We like you that way. You're
3: the second person that said that to me. You realize this is how I wake up. This is just how I am. But go ahead. I appreciate it.
8: I'm pretty much the same way. (laughs) Are you familiar with what's going on in India right now?
3: Well, I did hear um, Joe Biden in the Indian press. Did you hear that atrocity? Do you know what I'm talking about? I did not. All right. Hang on. Don't hang up. Don't hang up. I think we're going to do. The Indian press is much better behaved than the American press. The Indian press is much better behaved than the American press. And Joe Biden has been very racist his entire career. In fact, he's the one when running back in 2006, I believe, he said you couldn't walk into a Dunkin' Donuts or a 7-Eleven without a slight Indian accent. And he knew that the Indian people loved him. Yes, go ahead.
8: That's like, that's like saying a poodle which much more behaved than a chihuahua. But <laughs> uh, what I'm talking about, you I mean, you talked about COVID. Um, I, I don't know how much you're familiar with what's going on with COVID in India. There's, a, there's a, it's a, they call it a city, but it's actually a province. 220 million people. Now, of those 220 million people, uh, their best estimate is that anywhere between 4 and 10% have been vaccinated. Uh, the death rate and hospitalization rate is well below that of any other country, uh, developed country. But they're they've been giving them uh, ivermectin at a rate of almost ninety percent because India is it, it's a very poor country. They I- can't afford the. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: No, you're fine. I, I have I, I I've been listening to them make fun of people because they 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 assumed that people were taking the ivermectin for for horses. So I've been listening right, to this right. for but, weeks. And, and, and what and I haven't said, and, and, what what I haven't said is a very. Look,
8: if you,
3: if, go ahead.
8: If you look online and and just Google India and ivermectin, you'll see it. It, it there's no, there's no denying it. You can't say. A city in India with 220 million people are, are all a bunch of liars.
3: Kevin, I are have it, another. I, I want to thank you for the call. And I, we are going to verify. And I have verified and I have another reason to believe it. A very, very dear friend of mine, somebody who is very wealthy. In fact, he doesn't partake in the knowing insurance. He has concierge medicine. And he's a wonderful guy. He came down with it. It was very bad. He was very, very sick. And through his concierge doctor, he was given ivermectin along with other medications, and it saved his life. So I know this, and I'm watching all of these idiots make fun of ivermectin and how stupid people are. They don't know their derriere from a hole in the ground. They don't. Just like the people that would vote for Joe Biden. Just like the condescending actions of how he insults the Indian people, and yet the Democrats think he's so great, he's just Uncle Joe, and they don't understand that he used to travel around with a Klan member by the name of Robert Byrd. They don't understand how fraudulent, how rotten, corrupt, and racist this pig has always been his entire life. It's despicable and disgraceful. And if he had one scintilla of honest coverage, it would all be exposed. And that's why it wouldn't be such a big secret. Oh, Joe Biden and his son. owe oh, the government and oh, oh the people $500,000. Poppycock. Put three zeros on it and you'll be close. But those are the same people that would vote for him anyway. But we have an official response. From the Indian press corps and the Indian people.
2: Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell.
3: Very good. We'll be back after this. Let's all go to the live.
2: Let's go to the movie.
6: It's
3: time for Friday Features with Sean. And now, on with the show. I got to tell you, I don't know if I've ever done a Friday Features with me where we've had two open lines 312 5600. So I watched this movie today. And somehow it had gotten by me. Um, It's a movie, and I normally like, I normally catch everything with Jason Bateman. I really do. I think he's a great actor, very talented. But this particular movie is called Disconnected. And Disconnected is a uh, film that has three stories. One couple gets their identity stolen. Um... One kid in high school is bullied. This is going to make you so mad. So mad and it is going to remind you of all of the things that these people face or these children face. I had teenagers that had caught the tail end or you know, I was lucky. They weren't brought up with it when they were six. My kids were introduced to it older and I witnessed all of the different turmoils and different bad um things that happen. And I'm gonna tell you something. This movie really hit home with me. I loved it. Uh, it's called Disconnected Jason Bateman. Then, for the um, documentary, The Great Global Warming Swindle, it's 2009. It was good. I still liked Planet of the Humans better because it's done from the Michael Moore perspective. And then I finally watched all the episodes of uh, Murder Among the Mormons. That is something to see as well. Very good. Um, so, those are my picks. Now, let's go to your picks. John in Elmhurst. Hi, John.
6: Hey, Sean. How you doing?
3: Very good. How are you? I'm great,
1: thanks. Uh, except that I'm sitting in traffic on 290. But um, a simple plan uh, Bill Paxton, Bill Bob Thurton, Bridget Fonda.
3: It's an old movie, is it not?
6: It, it's, a, it, it's one of the greatest movies.
1: Really?
3: I mean, it's. It, 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 it's. Uh, have you seen it? I'm trying to remember because it's an old movie. I remember. I want to say it's about 10 years old, and in it. No, it's more. It's. It, it's, it's probably from the 90s. Oh, okay. Then I've definitely it's, seen but it. These guys stumbled upon a plane crash. Yes, 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 yes. I did see it.
1: And 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 then and they found the money. I don't want to say too much about it
3: for yeah. the audience. But, all, right. all right. But did you see Disconnected? Have you heard of this movie? It was done in 2013. I have not, but I'm but I'm intrigued. I'm so intrigued. it's three stories right it's got the it's got the uh, identity theft it's got the the son who's bullied uh-huh. horrifically he's bullied in high school it's 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 painful to watch and then it has an aggressive reporter who uses a um a child and and this all this stuff is all very relevant today. It's a it's a child porn site that is taking advantage of homeless kids and kids without families, and it is very relevant. Just just give it a shot tonight. I think you'll love it. Thanks for listening, John. I appreciate hey, it.
1: Hey, hey, Sean, wait. Can I can I give you my uh, my um documentary? Oh yeah,
3: I need one. Yeah, thank you. Go. Uh,
1: searching for Terry. It's the story of Terry. It's uh, Terry Kath from Chicago, the guitarist.
0: Yes. His daughter
1: put put together a document documentary. Called Searching for Terry. It has all the Chicago members, including Peter Terry, in it. And it's a fantastic, um, if you're a Chicago fan, especially, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful documentar- documentary. I'm
3: watching it when I go home. John, thank you for calling. Thank you for listening.
7: Okay. Thank you.
3: Appreciate it. Terry Rogers Park. Um, I, I recommend a
4: true story called uh, Good Day and Good Night, produced by uh, George Clooney and Grant Heslop. Saw
3: it. It's fantastic. I love it, Terry. Love it.
4: Well, th- this movie tells me the media, I may be wrong, but this, it tells me the media was on the Marxist left uh, even in the 1950s. It's, it's about how CBS News' uh, Edward R. Murrow and co-workers brought down uh, Republican Senator McCarthy who was trying uh, to prevent communist spies from infiltrating government facilities.
3: Yeah, it's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. I really do. I love it. How about a documentary? You got one, Terry?
4: Uh, no, not today. I've got them. but I've got a lot of them, but uh, I don't remember what they are at That's the all
3: right. moment. All right, very good. Well, thank you very much. And somebody find me a documentary that can explain why the IRS logo and the Nazi Eagle Cross are exactly the same. Can somebody explain that to me? Something I picked up on. David, Racine, Wisconsin.
2: Greetings. Uh, my uh, movie is Heartbreak Ridge, 1986, starring Clint Eastwood. takes place just before the... Uh, Grenada invasion includes that, it, but it's uh, I've got more catch lines than any other Clint Eastwood movie. It's
3: fantastic, and,
2: and the other and I, I don't have a documentary, but a series is called Psych, which you like the uh, the Mentalist. This is more of a comedy version of that
3: about a kind of a I'm so movie, mad, uh, very observant. I'm so mad that I'm done with the Mentalist. First of all, I, I you know whenever they break that tension, that romantic tension, and they make them a couple. Everything just stinks after that. Just don't do that. They ruin moonlighting. They ruin them all. Keep the tension. Nobody needs the fairy tale. We're not all, you know, housewives. No offense. We're not all women watching the Hallmark Channel. Keep it going. They ruined my damn mentalist, but I still love it. Thank you very much, David. I appreciate it very much. And by the way, I saw that. I tried. I, actually, I didn't see it. I, and I'm a huge Clint Eastwood fan. Huge. I have seen every movie he's ever made. I, I love him. Absolutely love him. He went one movie too far. The Cry Macho. Oh, I'm sorry. I love him. But uh he should have ended with the last one. He really should have. Where he was the angry guy cutting the lawn. That was the last one. This 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 I I had to turn it off. Couldn't help it. Eduardo, southside. Yeah,
6: Sean, um, good evening. Uh I got a couple of things here. Uh, first, from the 80s, uh, Patrick Swayze's North and South, the oh, trilogy. Can never that, get too
3: much Patrick Swayze. I love that son of a gun. What was the other one?
6: Yeah. And then the other one, 24, the 24 marathon.
3: 24, you mean the radio show? I mean, you mean the show, the, the, TV, the TV show? TV
6: show, but uh, Keeper Sutherland, yeah.
3: Do you know for some reason it was so stupid to me that I never watched one episode of it?
6: It seems so stupid to you gotta me. watch it, it's good.
3: All right, I'm gonna give it a shot. Misty yeah. Callahan agrees with you. Yeah.
6: Start so season
1: one. Yeah. yeah. Season one. Okay I could
3: always use a new one. Thank you very much. Dominic in Glendale Heights. This is one of this is the best movie ever made, brother.
8: Oh, Citizen X is phenomenal. It takes place in Russia.
3: Oh, Citizen it's, X. I'm it, sorry, I thought it was Citizen, Citizen Kane. No. I thought you were gonna say Citizen no, Kane. No, no, no.
8: you you gotta watch Citizen X. It takes place in Russia. Now the best T V series ever, person of interest, and then oh, it is five years wait. That ended five years ago, and they had a virus in it, the cure in it. They had everything that we're dealing with today. Unbelievable. So
3: I stumbled on a person of interest by accident. By yes, accident. Yes. My father-in-law Amazing. had told me about it. I not only did I did I immediately love it. It was so relevant that there was no explanation as to why that was canceled in such a short period of time, other than it's exactly the truth. I love that show. It's great. Thank Amazing. you, Dominic. I'm gonna. You have a great night. Thank You too. Citizen X is about the the serial killer in Russia, also a fantastic movie. Christine Rogers Park, Christine,
4: Christine, hi, hi. you
3: lovely gentlemen. Oh, thank you, thank uh, you. I corrected you, myself. You
4: probably already seen a Gaslight with Edgar Bergman.
3: Oh, this is the old one. I you know, want to know when I saw this movie? I saw this movie in film school.
4: Oh,
3: that's how, really? That's how long it's been. Yeah. That's how long it's been. And we were uh I, I had a wonderful instructor. It didn't,
4: show it. didn't it seem like it was an Alfred Hitchcock, but it it was, it was well done. Oh, but,
3: it was it's brilliant in the in the cinematography, the yeah, whole thing so is just you brilliant.
4: and I have seen it, but maybe your viewers might want to. Huh.
3: Oh, all right. What about a documentary? You got one? No. All right. I haven't gotten to that. All yet. right, well then watch Planet of the Humans or the Great Global Warming Swindle, will you?
4: I can remember plenty of the humans. I'll have to raise the other one. down. Watch
3: that one. Watch that one. You'll love it. Thank okay. you so much for calling. Thank you.
4: Oh, oh, and Gary in Rogers Park. How do I meet this girl?
3: I have no idea. We
4: should be fun.
3: I have I no idea, but good luck. We'll have a. We'll have to come to Freedom <laughs> Summit twenty twenty one November sixth. See what I did there? Thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you, Bob Lockport.
6: Hey, Sean. Uh, my movie is The Great McGinty. It's a comedy about voting. You'll love it, man.
3: All right. Is this an old one, too?
6: Yes, yeah, it's an old one. Yeah,
3: I, 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 I vaguely remember, but I don't remember at all, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. Thank you very Ryan much. Ryan Dunlody, tough guy. You'll love it. All right. And it's... Wait, hold on. The Great Mac, the McGinnity. All right, great. I'm going to go McGinty. to break. Thank you. I got it. Thank you. I'm going to go to break. I'll take the rest of your calls after this. I have something in my eye. We'll be right back. All right. Oh, great. Now, listen, this is the fastest damn show on radio. I got a full board, and I got two minutes. So we're only going to do the movies, and then I'm going to hang up on you. No one one get mad. Robert Chomberg. The Plan, Man. Love it. Tom. Midlothian. Way back. Nice. Hey, Sean, the way back about
0: uh, World War II. You saw
3: it? Saw it, loved I have it. it. Good, uh, good, advice. That it's awesome to watch. Got to hang up on you. Love you. Thank you. Sorry, Robert Bloomingdale.
6: Dementia starring Bruno Versota. It's all, it's uh, sci-fi and it's very
3: strange. What's it called? Dementia. Dementia starring it's, Bruno it's, it's playing right now. at 16 Pennsylvania. It's playing for the next three and a half years, day after day after day. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate. Bye. It. Bart in Bridgeport. Yeah, too.
6: Real Bravo with John Wayne and the Hustler with Paul Newman.
3: Oh, come on! You you know you, I'm going to spend a little time with you because I got another minute. You name layups. What? Everybody knows these are great. These are from a thousand years ago and they were better. Everything was better, and especially these movies. <laughs> but you got to come up with something yeah, now. But
6: they're rites of passage. They're, you you and I believe in guy code. Yeah. either of these could be a could be a primer for guy code. Okay, yeah, this gonna, is like naming I'm Dirty so, Harry. Um, God, Tom Selleck. Uh, the Jesse Stone stuff um, I like a lot.
3: Tom Selleck was in a movie and where he Tom played a cop from the future. I appreciate. It. See now you're now you're doing good. See now you're doing good. Chuck in Lions.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The movie's Wild in the Streets came out in 1968
6: with Hal Holbrook and Ed Begley Sr.
3: Wild. It's in very the
6: Orwellian and
3: it's very relevant today. Yeah. Now they call that Chicago. Chuck. Thank you. Thank everybody for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, Democrat-free weekend. Stay safe. Roll up the windows if you're in Chicago. We'll be back. Monday.